listening to Dude Down Podcast. We're your hosts, Nick and Elle. And we have an episode, or I haven't, well, you know what? No, I have an update that you guys have probably all been anticipating, have probably all been hoping for, counting down the days until I gave this announcement. I just want to say that all of you are getting the blame for what Nick really thinks I feel about this situation. But please <laughs> the tell us. time has come for me to tell you all that me and RJ are completely finished. Like finished. Not Finito. like in the past where I've said, you know, like, oh, I told him, you know, we couldn't do this anymore. And, you know, I gave him the option to fix this. No, no more fixing this. Fucking shit. done. Fucking done. Stick a fork in him. He's done. He's done. Buried six feet under and the ground. We won't tell you the location will though. Never be resurrected. Yeah. Like I can honestly say that I am the type of girl where when I am done, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I wasn't done in the past. I, you know, y'all knew that he was kind of connected to um, like friends and family of mine. And so it was a little bit harder. Oh, can you hear my vest? (laughs) I'll take it off real quick. (laughs) Nick's wearing a really cute poofy vest, but I just noticed it's probably causing a little bit of background noise, but fixing as we speak on the ground okay on the ground oh clothes are coming off (laughs) y'all might have been a breakup but we are (laughs) not breaking up the steam okay no we're not breaking up the heat yeah i just wanted to push my glasses up because (laughs) you did i I do Uh, that quite often i don't yeah it's become it's it's honestly a ridiculous habit of mine it does make me feel a certain type of way to push up my glasses So, yeah, we are done. Uh, there's no more chances here. There's no more fixing this. There's no more nothing. I, I, I'm done with it. I, 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 I've put up with a lot of shit, a lot of I lowered my standards and I don't want to I don't mean that like physically or, or anything like that, but I lowered the standards on how. I allowed someone to treat me Mm -hmm. and I knew why I was doing it. I've been very frank with UL about it and maybe not so much on the podcast because it does sound a certain way. And I never in my life wanted to be a person that had this opinion or, or felt this way, but I was so tired of being alone. I was so tired of, of searching and and being disappointed that I was like, I'm going to get disappointed either way. It seems like, so why not just like put up with a little bit extra and, and then I'll have somebody around for, you know, two to three days out of the week rather than like zero days out of the week. And that's exactly what it was. And I think that you can, you can back me up on that. Cause we've had this conversation. Yeah. I never thought RJ was going to be my forever person. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in the very beginning, I thought like something about this is different. Something about this, you know, kind of made me think like it could be something but quickly after that I knew that this wasn't my person this wasn't going to be somebody I spent a lot of time with that this wasn't you know going to be somebody that you know years down the road we look back and laugh about all the like shit we went through and you know the first few months but and so I wasn't even surprised that the like relationship came to an end I I was more surprised about the way it all happened like the way it all went down and um I, I, I never want to be the type of person to come on here and, and talk shit about someone, just like blast someone and taking off your sweater. Cause, cause it's my, getting a little, it's hot. getting a little hot in mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And Nick's getting a little, 
heated little little stirred up. So but room is I am not going to sit here and defend somebody that I feel like is kind of a shit person. That doesn't mean that I am saying he doesn't have good qualities about him, that he was just shit the whole time, that he never did anything nice for me. But we've had a lot of issues about him not taking my feelings into account at all. Like, yeah, not when I mean at all, I mean, at all, like. Well, I'm gonna say a lot right now because I'm on yeah. the roll. Like I'm, I'm passionate yeah. about this, so I'm yeah. sorry about all the likes. But an example um, is, you know, saying something about another person about how they're attracted to another person, and then find and then not realizing how that how that makes you feel, or relating that back to, oh, but I also find like you attractive. You know what I mean? And and the things that he said prior to like I wouldn't normally be attracted to a girl like you. I know we clarified those, and I totally still believe him. And, and how he explained it. But again, it just goes back to saying things without thinking of how it's going to make the other person feel. Yeah. You know, other examples are like him, you know, disappearing for, for a few days or, you know, not seeing me for two weeks. Like, let's keep in mind that I've only dated this person. This person has only been in my life for four, four to four and a half months, you know? So in that four to four and a half months, there was a period in there where, you know, let, like, let's break it down. I was in Mexico city for almost a week. And then I was in Cuba for half a week. And then he didn't see me for two weeks. And then, you know, it took us a whole month for him just to like kiss me. And then we stopped talking for a week because he said those things about me and I gave him the opportunity to come back and fix it. And then here we are again at the end of, you know, these, these last four or four and a half months. And he just disappears again for almost, you know, a whole fucking week again. And so if you put all that time together, we maybe what had in four and a half months, maybe had two weeks of just decent time together. Yeah. It seemed like, and I'll get into like how it all happened. I don't want to like drag it on, but it seems like we would have a really good weekend. And then he would do everything in his power to take five steps back, 10 steps back, fucking 20 steps back. You know, Mm -hmm. like we'd have a great weekend. And then come Monday, it was like cold, distant. He would try to like pick. It seemed like he was trying to pick fights. Like it it was just, I don't want to speak for him. To me, it sounds like self-sabotage. Like it sounds like maybe you did have feelings and you didn't know how to handle that. And you didn't know how to work that. And so your way was to like, distance yourself and like push me away and back off. I don't know. I can't speak for him. He's didn't give me any explanation. Didn't give me any kind of closure, which I'm a big girl. I can, I can get that myself, you know, um, through my own, you know, process and, and thoughts and things like that. But, but the thing that was like the straw that broke the camel's back was, um, I I think we've talked about this. I lost my grandma within the last month or so, last month and a half. And every Thanksgiving for as far back as I can remember in my life, we spent Thanksgiving at her house. And so this was the first Thanksgiving that we didn't have those plans anymore. You know, she wasn't around. She was our matriarch. And so we weren't having like the big traditional Thanksgiving that my family was having. And my dad decided to go to his fiance's family side for Thanksgiving, which is totally fine. Like I'm not upset about that at all. And I don't know them. I've never really been introduced to them. And then, um, my sister was going to be doing stuff with her husband's families, which again, 
fine. Like this is the part about like having your own family and, and things like that and, and going to that. But it left me in a position where you should have a lot going on. I didn't have a lot going on. I really didn't have anybody to spend Thanksgiving with. And luckily I have some good friends who, who said like, you can always come hang out with me, but that does always feel a little bit awkward, you know, yeah, to like totally. be the person that shows up and you're like, hi, I'm the Thanksgiving orphan and I had nowhere else to go. So I'm going to like come hang out with you guys. So I was, I was feeling a certain way. And so again, I want to say that the weekend before Thanksgiving was great. Like it was a great fucking weekend. He had joked about me being his, like made like a, like an under the table comment about me being his girlfriend. And I didn't make a big deal about it because I didn't know specifically like what that meant or if he was just joking. So, you know, but, it, but he had made the comment he'd even said like, you know, I want to take you out. Cause I, I feel like it's been too long. And then, you know, he, you know, not to get into like our personal business, but you know, like in moments of like cuddling and stuff like that, like I do this thing where I would like grab him and be like, hmm. like, I'm just like, Oh, I just have to fucking squeeze you, you know? <laughs> and so like, he was like doing it back. And like, he was, you know, we had gone out that weekend before and he was like, wow. Like he complimented me on the way I looked and he was like, I have to like take you out and show you off. Like those words literally came out. So here I'm thinking everything's great. Wednesday, I start to feel a little bit weird about not having anywhere to go. And I expressed that to him. I just said, you know, Hey, my, my friend invited us to dinner, you know, do you have pool? And, you know, he plays in a pool league and I, he said, no. And I said, would you want to go? I said, or do you want to just like do something me and you, we didn't have plans at that time, but I did tell him I'm, you know, I know I'm just kind of being a little bit of a baby right now, but I feel in a certain way about being alone tomorrow. Like I've, I've never been alone on a holiday like that before. And I really just need to see you, you know, want yeah. to see you. And he said he was going to see me. And so we may kind of. And let's be clear, too. He didn't he didn't just agree to make plans. He said in a reassuring way, like, you will see he, me. He, he literally said in a he literally said in a text, I am going to see you because he knew how you were feeling and he yeah. knew that you needed that reassurance. Yeah. yeah. And he said, whatever you want to do. And they even reassured me later. I am going to see you. Well, <sighs> Long story short, he didn't see me. You know, I think the last message we had sent at five was like at five thirty on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Six thirty, nothing. Seven thirty, nothing. Eight thirty, nothing. Nine thirty, nothing. Sam ended up coming over for a little bit to kind of talk about some some things that he that he was going. I mean, we've you know, I I shouldn't say we've stayed friends, but we've stayed stayed friendly, stayed in touch, not consistently, but. you know, he came over to, to, to chat about some things. And, you know, here I am thinking like, you know, I definitely want to talk to you, definitely want to, you know, catch up and stuff, but I'm thinking, you know, JR is coming over too. And so, you know, um, Sam went home and 1030, nothing. So here we are five hours later and I've heard literally nothing from JR. And I, I knew he wasn't coming over. Like it was one of those things where I just knew it. Like, what is he going to do? Come over at 1130 and time and like spend time with me at 1130. Yeah. No, because you have to get up early the next day. It's so inconsiderate that he didn't even send a fucking text either. Like we've, we've, you know, we've, we've talked about this. We've posted about our Instagram. Like it it just takes one message. Like, Hey, I got stuck here. I'm so sorry. You know, I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it, but I'm going to, make it up to you or not even make it up to me. I'm going to, you know, I don't fucking know. Just send a fucking text message. 
Five hours later, Sending nothing. One simple text. One, one, yeah. one sentence text. I'm laying in a ditch, can't make it. I mean, that would be exactly. the only acceptable way to not I'm hugging fucking a fucking come toilet bowl. Like, yeah. just something. And I got nothing. So I just sent him a text. It's like kind of that passive aggressive. Like, okay, well, I'm going to sleep. And I meant it. Like, I'm going to sleep. I didn't want to make a big deal. I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to fight. I didn't come at him strongly. I just said, hey, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. And like, I even sent like the like, little kissy face. And I think I even started with like, we, we had these nicknames, like I would call him cutie and he would call me stinky. And so I would be like, Hey cutie, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. And I think I sent the, the kissy face and he responded with, I'm so sorry. I couldn't get away sooner. And I said, I'm not mad. You know, I'm not upset. I was like, but I, I think that's a lie. I was like, I think you could get away if you wanted to. I was like, but, but I understand you're, you know, you're helping out your good friend. And it was a way for me to, like, I was just kind of tired. Wait, what was he doing again? Painting? Yeah, he had a friend and an uncle that, like, needed help painting. Like, I, I don't know if they're, like, working on a house or I don't know what they were doing, so, but they but needed a, help painting. So, but at 11.30 or 10.30 at night, yes, and like, I know they have for lights. days. This wasn't even, like, the first day. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were painting that took days and days and days. I don't know, but... <clears throat> but yeah and yes maybe they had lights maybe they had it all set up where they could work all night but like realistically 10 30 at night you're not still painting the house at 10 30 at night especially on a multi-day project it's dark outside it's i don't know maybe maybe he, yeah maybe they were but i think like painting is not such a rigorous task that you can't pull out your phone I and think say for I them, get painting away. is like drinking beer listening hanging to music out. hanging gotcha. painting doing some painting i don't think it's like okay gotcha get it done, it's like paint. a social thing i think it's yeah. kind of like a like we're guys and we're going to drink beer and, and paint, you know, yeah, I don't I know how much we get done. But so I personally think like that again, so that just makes it even more not urgent. Right. So I called him out a little bit, but I was nice about it. I was like, I even said like, I know you're a good friend, like, you know, whatever. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. And then he came back and said, after I said he was a good friend, he came back and said, well, really it's, it's for really, it's about my uncle. I don't want him thinking I don't want to help when I'm available. And that like, that was like, well, in my mind, I was like, well, you're not fucking available, right? You literally just made plans with me. You made plans with me six hours ago, you know? Yeah. And so seven hours ago. And uh, this was before that he, he'd even gotten asked to paint. He, he had told me before we, he said, I'm going to see you. He said, I know John and my uncle are probably going to ask me to help him, but I'm going to ignore them. That's yeah. literally what he said. He had already planned for the potential interruption in your plans. Exactly. <clears throat> and before he, he even said like, I'm going to go over there and just make sure they're okay. And they've got things handled and then I'll head your way. So he already knew that there was a potential for them to like loop him in and stay longer and, and stuff like that. But he seemed to be, he seemed to be on board with like ignoring that for a little bit, you know? And so then, you know, I called him out again and I said, well, you weren't really available if you had plans with me. I said, but again, I'm, I'm not upset. I'm not mad. I said, oh, man, I wish you would have just let it hang. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, hopefully I get to see you after the holiday. And he responded with, okay. And I didn't hear from him the rest of the night. I went to sleep. And then Thursday, Thanksgiving, I, I wanted to hold out to see if he would text me, especially because I felt like he was kind of in the wrong the night before, you know, and I didn't make a big deal about it, but nothing. No happy Thanksgiving. And it, and it was hurtful because you already knew that I was at home Alone, alone and feeling a certain and way about feeling it feeling a certain way about it like i that's just plain inconsiderate rude does is not prioritizing you he's 
obviously, and like we've talked about this and, and probably we'll get into more. He's got his own things going on that are separate from you and that affect you whenever you're with him. But he clearly, yeah, he clearly let you down on that one. And just by being selfish, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, so that wasn't even the last, that wasn't even the last thing that like the last piece of straw that broke the camel's back or whatever the, however the fuck you want to say it. <laughs> but so, um, I texted him. So I happened. So I, I thought I was going to spend Thanksgiving by myself and I did most of the day, but then my sister ended up calling me and said, Hey, we're actually going to skip out on this last family event. Like some people there were sick and she didn't want to risk it with the kids. So she said, we're going to come home. If you want, you can come over and we'll make dinner of some sort. Like we're not going to make a Turkey tonight, but we'll make something. And I said, okay. So I went over, we agreed to make Chinese food. We had this whole spread. We made like, like homemade egg rolls, homemade crab rangoon, like, like fried, like rice, like, broccoli chicken like stir fry like the whole nine yards and yeah. we, we were at we went to walmart to get that stuff it was the only place that was open and while we were there we were noticing that they were putting out the black friday stuff <laughs> and so we were like we found some good deals so we're like we're you got their shopping carts we out shopping go down cards. every single aisle like, you go that way i go this way yeah you know yeah. and we were like they didn't let you check out until six so we were there at like 4 30 so that we decided oh, to like, for the black friday deals yeah so they oh, didn't dear. let you check out until 6 p.m oh. for the black friday deals well i mean black thursday deals well, i don't know yeah i didn't know that they had a time limit on that or yeah. like a yeah so yeah. they put it they were putting it out but you couldn't actually check out with it until 6 p.m so we were there at 4 30 we decided we were gonna hang around because we found some good deals and he had told me that he He's moving into his own place like in January. And, and I asked him what he needed, you know, because I'm a good fucking girlfriend like that. And, and I'm going to say the word girlfriend here because nobody is going to tell me that he was not my boyfriend. Even though we didn't have a conversation about it, we did. You were very much acting there's no other like word you're in it. a relationship yeah. together. Yeah. 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 Like there's no other word for it. He may not have officially been my boyfriend or whatever, but there's really no other way to describe because you weren't even what, really we were. dating. Like he was coming over to your home. Yeah, we weren't dating. Like we we were like a married, a fucking old married couple that just like stayed at home and like made dinner and like watched documentaries. Yeah. So anyways, so um, I texted him and I, because I'm a good fucking person. And I said, hey, I'm at. That is damn right you are. I am. I'm a good <laughs> fucking person, guys. And uh, I said, hey, I'm at Walmart. They have these really good deals on TV. Do you want me to grab you one? And then you can just like pay me back. You know, it's that way you don't have to try to go out and fight the crowds and and stuff like that. Because I knew he had like actual family stuff to do. And I'm just here at Walmart trying to make Chinese food. So, you know, I was like, no big deal. I'm going to be here anyways. And so we talked back and forth and he said, no, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, but I'm a good person. So I got it anyways. Thank you that just in case he changed his mind, he, he had one and if he didn't want it. Then we would just return it. No big deal. Right. Cause I'm a fucking good person, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and God damn it. If you ever have a single doubt in your head again about I that, know. I am a good person and I am a damn good girlfriend. That is boys. Listen up. Listen okay. Up. Because Nick's back on the market. <laughs> and you hear what she'll do for you. She'll get you a goddamn MTV. TV. <laughs> I'll wait an hour and a half. To get you a good TV. I can on say Black that is far Friday more than what I would ever at do. Far more. Walmart. Yeah. Of all places. I mean, you're really like, she stood in a zoo of rabid animals. I multiple people. <laughs> Not surprised at all. Did you really? <laughs> I did. I really oh did. Good. I had to like tell this woman to like back up. You oh know? my God. Anyways, yeah. So 
So I buy this TV. We talk a little bit. Everything's fine. Like, I mean, not fine because I'm feeling a certain way. And I thought I'll address this later at some point. But I'm trying to not pick a fight, especially on a holiday or act too upset or, you know, whatever. So we left it at like I, I ended up showing like him pictures of the food that we had made. And he was like, "Ooh, came in with those crab rangoons like nice, you know, like left on a like friendly note. Friday, didn't hear from him at all. Saturday. Didn't hear from him at all. Saturday night at 9.30, I texted this fucking shit piece of person. <laughs> shit piece of person. This shit piece of person. <laughs> and I just said, are you alive? Like, yeah, I wasn't even yeah. like, hey, hey, fucker, are you alive? Or like, hey, you fucking asshole. Like, you know, it was just like, are you alive? Like thinking like it's light, like it's could be taken out, like, you know, as like a joke. Didn't hear anything back from him. At 9.30 on at a Saturday night, night. At 9.30 on a Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. So on Sunday, at, I wake up, you know, at a normal time for me, which is around like 8.30 or 9 in the morning. I, I, uh, I call him. It goes straight to voicemail. And, and that could have just been like a, like a phone thing, like my phone or his phone. Or, you know, sometimes I feel like it does that, especially if you're getting another message or something comes through. It'll push it straight to voicemail. So it went straight to voicemail. So I texted him. And I said, can you just let me know you're okay? You know? And I was so worried because I thought who in his life, if something is wrong with him, if something happened to him, who in his life knows to reach out to me or has my number? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. You just wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, you know, like I wouldn't know. So I even called my, my friend who set us up and I asked her to reach out to my cousin, Eric, which I should have my cousin, Eric's number, but I don't. And I asked her to reach out to him and just ask. And that's a whole nother conversation. We're not in a good spot me and her right now I'm, I'm not mad I understand her her point but I feel like she could have been more supportive in the situation which I I feel like is the case most of the time when I have an issue in my life um but anyways that's a whole nother subject so she was like no and so she said no to she, reaching out she said no to reaching out yeah you're making the same face that I made yeah so, you can't see faces on a podcast but that's yeah that's definitely not a good friend thing yeah. to do so um so then I, I called him again at like 1030 on Sunday morning. Wait, I just want to go back <laughs> because you were worried about this man's safety. Yeah. Like, does he have a pulse? Yeah. And I, you're in that said, headspace. This is all I said. I said, Hey, Brina, I, I know that I, I know, or I know that, um, you know, I need a favor from you. I said, Jeremy, I haven't heard from Jeremy in a few days. And he's not, he's not responding to me. I said, I'm sure it's just that he doesn't want to talk to me, but you know, I, I don't, I just want to make sure he's okay. Do you mind texting Eric and just asking him to tell you if he's okay? You don't have to ask him like what's going on or, or anything like that, or, or, or like talk about our business or anything. Can you just say like, Hey, you know, Nick is worried about JR. Can you just see if He's okay. Can you just tell me if he's okay? And all, all my cousin Eric would have to do is just say, yes, he's okay. Yeah. And that's it. And she came back and said like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, you know, if he, he knows how to get a hold of you. He knows where you live. If he wanted to talk to you, he would talk to you. If, um, that's a really, if he I might regret talk, saying this, but that's a really bitchy thing to say. Yeah, it is. He was like, she was like, he knows where you, she, he knows where you live. If he wanted to get a hold of you, he would, um, he, you know, and she was like, I'm not going to get in the middle of your business. And I don't talk to Eric that much anymore. And I just, I didn't say anything. I just said, I didn't say anything back. 
And um, she was like, but I'll talk to you later. I'm with my mom. I'll talk to you later. And I thought that was like, so you've already made up in your mind that this person just doesn't want to talk to me and that nothing is wrong. But there could have been a chance that he was literally sick or in jail or whatever it may be. And I have no way of knowing. And I'm and all it would have taken is five seconds to send a, a, a text message to Eric saying, hey, you know, I'm not trying to get in Nick and JR's business. But she's worried. She hasn't heard from him in a couple of days. Can you just tell me if he's okay? You don't have to tell me anything else. Just is he okay? Wait, that's uh, all it would have taken. That's that's all very true. I'm not trying to change the subject at all. But uh, weren't we calling him RJ? Obviously, our listeners Sorry. know like eating ass guy Jr. RJ. It's all the same Sorry, person. But I just caught that. Me. Yeah, it's confusing because yeah. it's not his real name, obviously. Yeah. But um, okay, so just to clarify, Jr. Obviously, RJ, all the same ass person. guy are all the same. Guy. I don't yeah. think there's any confusion yeah. about that, but okay. I just want to be sure. And um, she said no. Anyways, that's that's a whole separate thing. And then um, so he finally answered when I called him the second time, and this was like ten thirty now, and he. He did sound like he was asleep or whatever, but he said, I said, at that point, I wasn't like in, in a friendly mood anymore. I was like, dude, like, what the fuck is going on? You yeah. know? And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I haven't heard from you in three days. I texted you last night at 930 and no response. I texted you this morning. No response. He's like, I've, he's like, what time did you text me? He's like, I didn't even see it. I was like at 930. He goes, well, I went to sleep really early. I was like, and you're still asleep now? Like, over 12 hours? Over 12 hours. I am not an idiot. I know his sleeping schedule. Like, he's not the type of person who can sleep for 12 hours straight. He's he's never done that. Yeah, In four and a half months, he's never been the type of person that just sleeps 12 hours straight and doesn't get up to pee and doesn't look at his phone and, and whatever that may be. So I was kind of like, whatever. I, to me, it makes sense that you went out the night before. You saw my message, didn't give a shit and or whatever it may be and you then were sleeping in because you had a late night like that to me makes more sense but I don't know maybe he actually was sick at, at that point when he had said that I was like seeing red I'm not a violent person I'm not somebody that expresses myself in anger or or physical manifestations like that but I wanted to put my fist through a wall like mm -hmm. I was so mad at the total lack of respect for me, like well, the total disregard of my feelings, my concerns, the whole fact that I was calling you just to make sure you were fucking okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You were, you were just being it was a good, decent, a good, caring person. Yeah. It was yeah. coming from a good place. Like I'll be honest, like he drinks and drives sometimes. And I have an issue with that. We've talked about it, but that's, the, that's the truth. And he's gotten in trouble for it before. So my thing is always like, I know that it's a risk that he's going to drink and drive, get pulled over and end up in jail. And I don't know that he has anybody that can bail him out. So I'm literally thinking like, this is a real possibility or he, he went out, drank, drove home, hit somebody. He's in the hospital or he, something worse. All of these things are like legit possibilities. It's not me just thinking like, being a a person that like goes automatically to thinking about the worst but anyways i think he said i'm sick can't you hear it in my voice but at this point i wasn't even listening anymore my brain had turned off because i was so mad but i do remember the next thing he said was i'm gonna go back to sleep yeah i want to 
pause for just a second and throw something kind of random out there. Sure. And I don't know how much you're going to appreciate it, but, and I don't want to psychoanalyze you, but I'm, I'm realizing something right now. And I've realized this before, but it's kind of all coming to a head too. Why one, why this might've been the straw that broke the camel's back Two, why it was more hurtful this past week than it had been before. You're, you kind of have these feelings or like this treatment intentional or not coming at you from a lot of directions. You've, We've never dove into it fully on the podcast, but we've hinted at, you know, familial issues in the past. So you've, you've already got these, like these scars, you know, and, and everyone does to a certain sure. extent, but you already have this like raw spot, but you do have your friend disregarding your concern. You have, you know, RJ disregarding your concern. You know, you come talk to me at work and I don't, I don't know, you know, the other angle, like what was just said to you in that moment and why you might've reacted that way. So then I say something that feels like I'm disregarding, you know, how you're feeling or where you're coming from with it. And I think that, you know, this happens tenfold, like every single day in all of our interactions with people. And it, it is a good reminder to just remember where someone might be coming from or like why they might be feeling a certain way or, you know, why something hurts a little bit more, why you might be concerned about something a little bit more than you would in the past. And like a holiday week is a hard time, even under the best of circumstances, especially whenever there's a recent death in the family or, you know, let's just go back to the fact that he knows I have abandonment issues. It's nothing new to him. Yeah. We've talked about it. We've been very upfront about that. And here it is the holiday and I'm feeling abandoned by yeah. my family. Yeah. And I, and, and it's he's not, not his, there. Like it's, he's not there. And, and I'll be fair and say that it's not his responsibility to jump in and save me in these cases. Right. But I think that just showing some like empathy and like some kind of support would have been nice. Like would have yeah. like, even in the slightest, like I think that if he had even just said happy Thanksgiving, you know, but you didn't hear from him at all until I didn't hear from you him until text, I reached out. Yeah, to him you reached out like to him at like four thirty. Yeah, know, that day. So, anyways, so he said he was going to go back to sleep, and I didn't hear from him again all day Sunday. Monday morning, I wake up, and I'm like thinking, okay, like I still haven't heard from him, but it's a little bit whatever. And then I get on Instagram, and I see that he has posted to his stories, and in his stories, it's a picture of a book, and I think the title of the book was like. 240 or 250 ways to get off the couch and live your best life. And then he tagged it hashtag blessed life. And I, Oh my God. I, first of all, that's already fucking annoying regardless of who posted it is. I'm sorry, but that is all right. No, I'm not sorry. I, mean, Why am I, I know, sorry? I know who gave it to him and that makes it even more frustrating for me. You know, like I, I know who fuck, I know he walked into work and he probably, and I know who probably gave it to him. And that's fucking frustrating to me because he has this relationship with this person where he can open up to them and he can tell them all these things and enough to where they would know to buy him a book. So maybe he was feeling like I'm not, you know, doing enough or I'm not living my best life or whatever that may be. And fuck you, whatever, like just the fact. And we talked about this before too, like, whenever you don't hear from someone or whenever you reach out or whenever you know that they know to reach out and they post on their goddamn Instagram story, like, the what? time it took you to post that Instagram story you and edit it and put a fucking hashtag and put a fucking filter. You had enough time to send me a text message and just say like, good morning. Well, the other thing too, is I wonder, you know, one could argue that there's no ill intention behind his, you know, some, someone could say, Oh, you just posted on his Instagram story. It has nothing to do with him reaching out. But my question is, 
That motherfucker knows that I'm going to look at, I'm going to exactly. see that. It's going to pop up. He's going to know that. He knows that. And I know he that he knows that. He doesn't just have, that. like, such a crazy number of followers where he doesn't notice if I look to at this shit. To make this even more fucked up is that he, of course, knew because I had just started following him. Oh. Like I had, and we had just talked about me following him. So you had a conversation, like this wasn't even just something that was done and accepted and like kind of rushed under the rug. It's like after like very much months, on the forefront I of your life. I had literally just started following him. And, and it's kind of had- a big deal for you. Yeah. You talked about this. You're not really a social media no, person. No, And he was okay with it. And we talked about it. And like, we had this whole conversation around. He's like, I'm not tripping about like, you looking at my stories. And like, you know, it was this whole conversation around it. So you knew I was going to see it. Like for you to think that I wasn't going to see that you hadn't talked to me for almost four days at this point and then you post it on your fucking Instagram I'm getting so pissed off just all oh, over God. <laughs> no it makes me pissed off I mean we've talked about you know with group text guy which that is you know over and we're just friends now or whatever you want to I don't I don't even know what the fuck we are but we still chat every now and then but for the longest time I got so I would get so fucking annoyed at at this particular situation yeah. because yeah. and his excuse was always like well, I'm allowed to like go away for a couple of days and be with my friends or I was with my best friend. Like, how can you expect me? You know, he wouldn't say it in those exact words, but he would always be like, well, I was just really busy. Like news alert. Like I'm extremely busy too. I'm constantly doing shit. But even as we're sitting here in this podcast, as I am actively recording a podcast, I can still text someone back. I was just about to say that in the matter of time, in the 33 minutes that we have been texting, we have both been able to send text messages. So yeah, it's we very all know clear, that women can multitask. It's a very bit clear better. that like you are human beings are capable of doing more than one thing at a time. You may but be this, capable of less things at sure. one time, but you can certainly send a text because I guarantee exactly. you if Jer- if JR's uncle, I almost just said his name. If JR's uncle had texted him at 9 30, or you yeah, know, anytime that whatever. you had, he would have texted yeah. you. So I so I sent him a message, and the message along, along the lines was like, I can't believe you're okay with let with letting me feel this shitty. Yeah. You know, like um, I I think I said like I I can't and I can't believe that you think I'm so disposable that you think that so little of me to even acknowledge me even if it was just to say I'm not interested anymore or this isn't working or whatever it may be however you're feeling I'm a I'm a fucking grown-ass woman I can handle someone not wanting to be with me like I don't have this you know this egotistical complex where I think everybody wants to be with me and I'm this and I'm that like I can handle someone not wanting to be with me what I have a hard time handling is thinking that you're going to fucking ghost my ass after four and a half months when you have your own toothbrush at my house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. want some casual hookup. You want some like random dude. You want some person that I've been uh, kind of seen. You have a fucking toothbrush at my house. Get the toothbrush. And get the fuck out. That's what I told my ex. Like, literally, he was like, should we, um, should we, you know, I know we have some of each other's stuff. Should we get some? I'm like, get the toothbrush and get out. <laughs> like, that is so good. It's always the like, fucking toothbrush. I want to make a t-shirt for us now yeah. that just says, like, get the toothbrush God. and get out. But anyways, so I, I basically said, like, I can't believe that you think I'm so disposable. And I can't believe that you don't think I even deserve, like, an acknowledgement. You know, even if it was just to be like, hey, I'm no longer interested. I said, um... I said, have I not been decent to you? 
And reminder, this person has their red receipts on. So I saw so even he, fucking worse. Even, even fucking worse. worse. So I saw that he read it. 10, didn't respond. Didn't respond. 10, 15 minutes went by. I was like, okay, so you read it and you had nothing to say. It's an absolute dude don't. An absolute dude don't, right? Again, all it would have taken is to been like, I'm not interested, Nick. So after like 10, 15 minutes, I texted again. I said, don't worry. I'm not going to text you anymore. I now see your true colors. I should have listened to you when you told me that you were an asshole. But even in spite of that, I hope you enjoy your new place. And I hope that whatever you decide to do, you know, best wishes in that. Like I, I was trying to not say something that I would later regret and not regret. in the fact that he didn't deserve to hear that. Cause I think he did. I think he deserved to hear a lot more, but I'm like, I'm still a good human being. And you're classy. And I'm like, classy you're not and, gonna, I'm, and I'm not going to yeah. whatever. And his response was, are you guys ready for it? Oh, y'all don't d- fucking, you know how we say buckle up now is a moment to buckle up. He responded with you're a sweetheart and a great catch. I know you're going to find. I know you're going to find someone. Don't worry. He he just literally copied and pasted something from a script of some like cheesy ass rom-com from 2001 and sent that to you. Because we all know that you don't fucking say that. You don't, you don't, you don't. Because the first thing that goes through your mind is like, oh, I'm, I'm a sweetheart and I'm a great catch, but I'm not Not good good enough enough for you. you. Yeah. Not good enough for you. I'm not good enough of a catch for you. But, which we know that's not true, but at the same time, yeah. Like how narcissistic, I mean, okay. And I'm not. I have to be careful about how I say this because I don't know JR. I've never even met him. I don't, I I don't know. But to me, that sounds so fucking narcissistic to think that That you're in charge of determining like my, yeah. Like at this point, it was even fucking up to you. Yeah. And at this point that you thought at this point that your opinion of me was gonna somehow make me feel better you know you're like, a sweetheart you're a sweetheart and a great catch and don't worry you're gonna be somebody like oh all of a sudden you know what i'm not upset anymore like you're absolutely right i'm a fucking sweetheart i'm a great catch you're totally right i'm gonna meet someone i'm gonna yeah. meet someone so great <laughs> like are you fucking kidding me? i thank god i can finally move on i was just so oh i know i know That's i just thought it was you babe. i thought it was you oh, oh my god my thank god. you so much for letting me off the hook up until this point i had no idea that i was a sweetheart <laughs> and a great catch and I don't know. I Ugh. thought you, I mean, I thought you were the person that I was going to like, yeah. not the person I was going to be with forever. Let's clarify that. But I don't know. I thought like, I'm going to meet someone while I met you and uh, you think I'm a sweetheart and you think I'm a great cash. So tell so me you know that three days that up. we didn't talk. I was just sitting there planning our future, babe. Yeah. I was just naming no, our kids. Yeah. 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 No big deal. So I've had time to... I've had a lot of time to think about all scenarios. And trust me, I think it's only natural. We've had like multiple breakup episodes, so I won't spend a lot of time in this. But of course, in that moment, you know, I'm I'm literally devastated. And I'm and I'm I don't think I have cried this hard and such like you might listen to the podcast with the uh, heartbreak in real time and think like, oh, no, Nick, we've heard you really cry before. But I, when I tell you I haven't cried this hard in a long time, like. This is going to sound bad, but 
I didn't even cry this hard when when my grandma died. And it's not because I was in love with JR. It's not because again, I again, it, it's not so much that I'm heartbroken over him, the person. I'm heartbroken over how it all went down and how I let it's more frustration on my end on how I again somehow in my life after saying I would never do this again let someone make me feel so shitty about myself made let someone make me think I wasn't pretty enough I didn't wear enough makeup maybe I was too fat maybe I wasn't you know all these things went maybe I wasn't smart enough maybe I wasn't funny enough maybe I wasn't interesting enough maybe you know I wasn't young enough maybe I wasn't all of these things you know of course that's like where my mind went because I I do have abandonment issues I do have issues in the past that go back to me wanting to put all the blame on on myself right like I have such this I have a personality where I need to please people I need people to feel proud of me in order for me to to get some sort of of happiness in my life and and it's something that I'm working on I I haven't in a while and I realize I need to go back and work on that some more but of course my mind went there and so I'm 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 fucking devastated I'm just thinking I what did I do I did something wrong was it Wednesday when I called him out should I not have done that it was all of these things and then I had to remind myself I am pretty enough I am smart enough I am funny enough I am interesting enough I am young enough I am you know I I wear the amount of makeup that I wear and I'm still fucking cute like no no offense to anybody who feels like they have to wear makeup to be pretty but I know that I'm pretty without makeup I've got good skin like I've got good features makeup only makes me cuter that's but right, girl. That's makeup right. does make me cuter, but I don't have to wear makeup to to look good. So the fact that like I was here thinking, yeah, you're like, lucky. Should I'm I not go? That way. You're not wearing makeup right now, and you're beautiful. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You're not wearing a shit ton of makeup. No, not a shit ton. That's but what I'm like, you could no, literally get away about, with like, no makeup. I'm talking about like girls who wear makeup, and then when they take off their makeup, you're like, whoa, yeah, that is a completely yeah. different person. That's what I meant. We are the type of girls like where we don't have to wear a ton of makeup. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or when we take off our makeup, it's not that big of a difference. And yeah. so I, in my head, I thought, fuck you. I don't have to wear two pounds of makeup to feel good about myself. Like all these things I had to remind myself. But another part of it too, is that like all of the memories were in my space, right? I'm the one who had to throw away a toothbrush. I'm the way I'm the person who had to smell him on my sheets. I'm the person who like has to drive by all the places that we went to. I'm the person who has to turn on my Netflix and see the shows that we watch together. He has nothing, like literally nothing to remind him of me. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He doesn't even have the same car that he had when we were dating. Like a couple of days or like a weekend, the weekend before we stopped talking, he got a new truck. So I was only in there one time. So it's like everything is on me. And, and so you know, anyways, that's the story. We've spent 40 fucking minutes talking about this and we've done these <sighs> breakup ones before and all this stuff. But I just want to remind anybody who's listening that when you go through this, it's easy on this side of, you know, the recording studio to say, like, don't let somebody make you feel that way or, you know, to give advice. But know that I I know I am here giving advice again, blind leading the blind. But even I know that 
it's okay. Like you were good before them. You'll be good after them. And, and again, we weren't, there had been troubles for a long time. Like we weren't, you know, I told you like we weren't super sexually active with each other. Like we didn't spend that much time together. You know, it, we would make great strides and then take, you know, 10 steps back. And so again, it's not like I'm surprised that this happened. And it's not like I hadn't done, I hadn't quote unquote broken up with him twice in the past, you know, and I like to say I am the dumpy here too. I was going to say, yeah, this time, you For know, the dumper. It is coming at a good time as next week is our last week recording before we go on a little winter break. But um, I think that it's kind of like the serendipitous timing because you you did break up with him for sure this time. And although it's you know, we're not in middle school. There's like, yeah, there's certain pride that comes with it. It It's not, it's not so much a pride, but it, it's more like, well, let me finish. Cause I wasn't okay. saying that that's what you were doing. What I'm saying is in middle school, high school, even depending on maturity levels, you know, it was like, Oh, I got to dump them. Yes. Like there's a certain pride that comes with that. Even in adulthood that you were not the weaker person, but I don't even think, I think that in this case, because of all of these insecurities, but but like deep rooted parts of, of your past experiences that you're having to work through all of that is, is um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's, you're not feeling, yeah. Like part of you is feeling some pride because potentially feeling some pride because you got to end it, but also you're like regaining power in these areas that you feel stripped of from whether that's JR or your dad or friends, family, whoever. And I think that part of that is also like a leg that you have to stand on in all of this is like, yeah, you, you got to end it with him. And that's huge because with a situation like this, like that does give you a lot of that power back, but also you're doing things that are directly like you're sticking up for parts of yourself that have been stripped or robbed, you know, in the past. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it does. And I think that when I, you're right, it's, um, it's kind of a point where like I put up with so much like I, I, it, it wasn't so much that like, I'm saying like, I'm the one who like, I'm the one who like broke up with him. It was more like, I'm the one who realized that I deserved more. Like, you know, yeah, I mean? like, exactly. it was like, I'm the one who realized, I realized in that moment, like I'm fucking done. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? And so it's more like that. Like I got to a point where I was like, this isn't healthy. This isn't good. Like we've been here time and time before we fall back into the same pattern. And and now I'm done. Like I cannot do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So maybe you think about it and you're like, well, he didn't text you. So technically, you know, I'm like, fine. Okay, whatever. I'll give that to you. But I think this whole thing goes back to, is it again, I knew he wasn't my person. I've known that for a long time. I've told multiple people that I never thought that me and JR were going to be even a long-term thing. Like I am surprised that we made it as far as we did because there again, were plenty of times where we had, we had, I had called it and, and in some sort of capacity. And um, so I, I'm not so much heartbroken over him. I'm heartbroken that I'm not heartbroken because actually, guys, I'm doing pretty good. Like, I think that you even yeah. were like super surprised at how like bubbly and happy I was today. Um, it's more like I really put myself out there this last year and it is just a continuous disappointment. Mm -hmm. 
And some are my own fault. Like, you know, for instance, Sam, I'll, I'll take responsibility there. You know, I knew that there was potentially something good there and I couldn't get to a point where he needed me to be at the time. So I don't know, maybe that is, that is a me thing. Like maybe I sabotage that one. Um, but there were others before and even within just like this last year, like in the calendar year of 2019, there were others and it was just a complete disappointment. And I, I I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I think that for me, that's where the frustration and the heartbreak comes from is that I have been vulnerable this year. I have put myself out there more than I ever have before. And you think that like by doing these steps, by taking these steps, you're going to get the results that you want. And when you don't, and you realize that you have no control over that, it it's it's heartbreaking, you know, yeah. to think like all I want, like all I'm asking for is for someone to to do the small things in life with me. You yeah, know? you just you want a partner, you I want just, someone you want not just a warm body, but you want someone that you can love, that loves you in return, that knows the little quirks about you, that'll go to Target with you, you know, we yeah, all know. You know? But but though yeah, like just someone who who spends their day to day with you. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think JR was, was in any way close no, to no, getting no. that. And I, and I'm not delusional to the fact, like I was never, yeah, you were never, never delusional, delusional about, about that. that. Yeah. Like I, we've had plenty of conversations about that and I knew, and I had said before, it's just because I don't want to be alone. I would have never put up with this shit in the past. Like never, ever. I would have dropped this person so fast. All of my friends would have, all of my family would have thought I would have. Like my, my friends, like I, I don't put up with stuff like this, but because I am at a point where I just don't want to be alone. Like I don't want to go to bed alone every night. Like, and to top it off, I had just bought that brand new, like big ass bed. And now I'm like laying in there alone with like all this, like I can literally do snow angels Wait, in my bed. Tell, okay. So I get a text. <laughs> what day was that? Saturday, Sunday? Sunday. From Nick? No, I and, think it was, I think it was yesterday. Oh, okay. So I get a text from, <laughs> I get a text from Nick and it literally is a picture of her. It's like kind of like a popcorn ceiling. I don't know. Is it technically it a popcorn is, ceiling? I haven't removed the popcorn ceiling. I know ceiling that that's not like then. a flattering thing to I'm say. working on it, guys. My house is a work in progress. Um, she sends me a picture of her ceiling and the caption is literally a dick and balls are in my ceiling right now. And she like circles this little spot on the popcorn ceiling where it looks like a dick and balls. And I'm just dying laughing because I am picturing Nick just <laughs> laying in her bed. And no, like I hate the thought of you like being sad in bed, but the the, the light side of this or the funny side of this is just that like yeah of course like she's laying in bed all sad and depressed like staring at her ceiling and the first thing that her mind fucking creates out of this entire popcorn ceiling is a dick and balls yeah i mean yeah look. i loved it i thought it was so funny but it's just like it is like the makings of a breakup or like heartbreak you know it's just like we then notice every little thing and it's just like can the world cut me some fucking slack <laughs> exactly but at least I sent it like I, I it was funny like was you were funny, funny about I sent it. it in a funny way it wasn't like yeah. oh my god like yeah, no 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 you were funny about it and so again steps to like you know getting over somebody and guys trust me I'm almost there like I'm not at a point where I'm like oh like I'm I've been there I've done that I'm so far past that I'm 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 still angry if I'm being honest because I just can't believe that someone would treat me 
so I still get I have been nothing like guys if I had been a total bitch if I had been whatever I I would be the first person like well but I have been nothing but good to this person I've gone out of my way above and beyond to make this person happy to make this whatever it is that we were doing work and and work for him because I know that he has things that he's dealing with um, that I don't even really know about that holds him or to me feels like holds him back. But I think that, you know, um, yeah, I'm I'm at a good place. I don't want anybody to worry about me. I don't need him. And, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't need anybody to be like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Or like, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, don't be sorry. This was a fucking blessing. Like this this weekend, I'm grateful that this happened this weekend because it stopped me from wasting any more time and helped me really realize that I don't want this. You're not exactly. the right person anyways. Yeah. I knew that for a long time. We haven't been working for a long time. You know, we're barely intimate. Like it just, it needed to stop and it did stop. But... I've taken up 50 minutes. I know we were going to transition this into another topic. So do you want to touch on it real quick? Do you want to save it for another week? What do you want to do? Um, well, we were going to transition into rebounds because Nick did something she probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> well, Nick, would you like to share with the classroom today? So, okay. I will say that it was a little bit out of spite because... Mm-hmm. JR had said that the best way to get over someone is to get under, under them. <laughs> I was going to try to think. Yeah, we I, I to get that. to get under someone. Uh-huh. And so I thought that might just work. <laughs> so I reached out to somebody who is on my list. From the past. Yeah. And I say my list because like on my, you know, on my, on my sex list. Yeah. <laughs> on that, on that booty call list, we all have one. raise that number. <laughs> you go back through the previous You have ones. to recycle you old recycle ones. recycle old yeah. ones on your list. I did the exact same yeah. thing yesterday. Yeah. I, I don't know if all girls do this, but I, for me, like number, like first off, let me say, I would never shame somebody about a number. I would never be like, it's not like you get to a certain number and all of a sudden like you're the slut, you're this hell, you're nasty, whatever. No, but for me, I personally don't like to see that number like skyrocket skyrocket like it's a personal thing so I like to go back and and recycle so so that's what I did I reached out to someone from my list who I ran into not that long ago at an HEB while I was buying beer for JR let's just say that 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 and let's just also say that that beer is still sitting in my fridge because you don't drink because I don't drink and it's never going to yeah, I'm going to probably have to throw it away or I don't know, maybe I'll find a new boo really quickly and, and they'll love Miller Lite. Yeah. Beer. yeah. But anyways, I would fucking love that actually. Cause I remember him one time saying like, you, like we were going to, it was when I said, let's just be friends. And like, we had kind of like called it off and he said, but don't you ever let anybody touch my fucking beer. 
Well, guess what, JR? Guess who all is running their cute, sexy, hairy knuckles? (laughs) I am going to find someone to touch your motherfucking beer. And not only are they going to touch it, I'm going to fucking... They're going to twist the cap I'm going to twist the cap for them. Put it up to her lips, lick the rim, and then hand it over in her cleavage. Yeah, she's gonna hand it over it. with the naked. Yeah, beer's gonna be in between her boobs. She's gonna hand it to the new man in, in her life. My with her tits, with my tits. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I reached out and I was basically like, "Hey, so you remember how when I ran into you, I said that I was dating someone? Well, guess what? That didn't work out. How about you come over and just like." help me forget this person Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and he's yet to come (laughs) (laughs) because we have he's going to he's he's going going to to because because mondays aren't good for me tuesdays i'm at trivia and today it's only wednesdays guys it's only wednesday and i'm here recording so hopefully it's like hooking up rebounds as adults yeah (laughs) so hopefully tomorrow is the day she's getting it in babe although tomorrow might not be a great day either though because i have a contractor coming up to hang up christmas lights at my house (laughs) so maybe with the contractor Oh no! <laughs> no, he's what? like married with like eight kids. Oh, you know the contractor. Okay, yeah, I know the contractor. Yeah, no, no, okay. no, <laughs> no. But anyway, so hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, I'll I'll be getting Jr. knocked out of my memory. Yeah, you know? out of your memory and your vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but that's a good. Like the, the question here, I think the reason why we want to transition to this is because I know not everybody thinks that this is a good idea. And hey, listen, probably I'll get to the day where he's like, hey, today's the day. And I'll probably like be like, oh, no, I don't. Well, you know, I'll probably like chicken out, not chicken out, but I'll probably get there and realize that maybe this isn't the, the best thing for me. But let's be honest, me and JR were never serious. So it's not like. I'm not in this unhealthy spot with him. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not in this healthy spot. And really, honestly, I just need someone to like smack that ass and like make me feel good. Yeah, again. go get you. Go get fucked. <laughs> go get fucked. <laughs> oh, shit. No. I. <laughs> Look, <Wow>. bye. <laughs> go get fucked. Um, okay. Usually Let that's what you say to someone when like, you're like, you're like, like yeah I think that yeah I think that you need to go get it in anyway but okay my words do differ a little bit from my actions because I am a believer in that resolution but I am like the I'm like you you think you might be like I remember with the guy that specifically is only a rebound specifically is only physical connection And it took me a long time to finally like invite him over and follow through with it. I had so many times been like, you know, I I would text him. This guy. Yeah. I would text him and I would say, you know, what are you doing tonight? But then I would just flake out at the end of the night because I didn't really want him in that bigger way. I just wanted. Is this brother? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is all we are saying because brother. I have a feeling like, that brother, someone could like, trace this like, back. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yes, this is who we will kindly refer to as brother. Not my brother. Uh-huh. Not anyone that I'm related to's brother. Okay, guys, but... my brother. <laughs> um yeah, so anyway, I get the feeling of like being scared and chickening out because I did that so many times with him. But I will tell you, well, I don't know, actually, like whenever we did finally have sex. Well, I say finally, but like after the breakup had ended, you know, we finally had that rebound sex that we've been talking about. It was good. Like, it was fine. But I had we'd already done it before, so I already knew what to expect and like, you know, knew anatomically what I was working with, which was which was good. But it was so weird. Like, okay, I don't know if I've actually said this out loud yet because there hasn't I don't know that there's really been the opportunity, but I it it was so I don't have um, I don't, I, I don't typically have sex with people that I'm not emotionally connected to. Like I've said in the past, I've always been a serial monogamous. So most of my sexual interactions are with people that I'm intimately involved with. Yeah. But with this guy, since it is just friends with benefits, I was like, I was, and I really don't have any emotions for him at all in that way. I was thinking probably about this a little bit differently. And I swear to God, he was like angry fucking me. He was like, he was like, but first of all, I think that he probably was a little bit fed up with like how many times I had like flaked or like backed out. But also, didn't you at one point send him a screenshot of a conversation that you were having with someone else? <laughs> well, um, wait, was that him? Yeah, yeah I think I did. Him. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like that night or something, wasn't it? Like, no, it wasn't I that night. It was like and that it wasn't night. anything that bad. It was like a screenshot of a conversation that I was having with um, somebody else. Yeah, with not about him. But no, was that him or was that? No, that was him. Okay, because no, that's that happened him. now three times, like two or three times. No, that was him. Because I remember, I remember you sent it. I think it was. The same oh, it night was him. Yes, you, you sent it to him, and and then you're like, but he still came over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're totally right. I'm. I've done that now a few times with different guys, and it it wasn't anything like crazy. Like I sent him a screenshot of like another sexting conversation because one I was not having two at the same no. time. But, but I think you were yeah. having like a conversation with another guy that you yeah. were like sending to me or to somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was um group text guy probably because yeah. I think it's anyway. Yeah. Um so he oh yeah, because oh so that over. he came over a week before I flew out to California. That was that was the timing. So it was, I think, with group text guy. No, you saw this guy way before, a week before. It was literally the Monday before. Yeah, I remember because because I was like, this was like, this was like a while back. I, no, I saw him, but we just made out that time a while back, like a while back whenever I went to one of our coworker shows and I went over to his place afterward, like we just made out and like had drinks on the balcony, but this was the Monday before I know, because I specifically was thinking in my head, I was like, well, group text guy just wants to have like some fun hookup weekend. Like I'm going to get my head in that space <laughs> by hooking up with someone else. Clearly. I don't think so. I know for, I mean, Elle, I'll go back and no, look. We got to go back and look. Yeah. I, I, got, I do not think so. I'll pull up the date. So I went to California on October 24th, I think was the date. And let me pull up his name. So it's not Andrefana's brother. <laughs> um, okay, we had a lot of texts that night. It was Monday, October 14th. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. No, let's that's see. not the night. Is that the night he came over? Because why are you guys texting if he came? I did. I sent him a text. Oh, yeah. This is so bad. Okay. So this is the screenshot that I sent him. I sent him a screenshot of whenever I asked group text guy or whenever I told group text guy, I want your attention right now. Remember, I sent yeah. you that screenshot or I was trying to. I <laughs> I accidentally sent it to him. So it was bad, but it wasn't like, you know, it was bad because it clearly indicates like I have a thing going on with someone, but considering like we don't have a thing going on, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I sent him that screenshot. Mm -hmm. So, um, then I wrote, oops, fuck me. That was meant for my girlfriend. Wow. And all he said was LOL. So I just said, I won't try to explain, but I had the wrong chat open. Um, Anyway, and then we just kept on uh, talking and then he came over because, again, like it's just a friends with benefits. So kind of getting back to our original point of like a rebound and getting under someone to get over someone like I don't I I actually do. I actually do believe in that, although I just don't like if you're in a healthy place, like if you've been with someone for five years and it's like the night y'all broke up and you're like, that's not, and it's like his best friend. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely rules and regulations around this whole thing. Or if you like go out and get blackout drunk and like, you know, what, like there's, be healthy about it in a certain kind of way. Like and I think wait a period of time. Yeah. Maybe wait a period of time. I don't know. I'm not a fucking expert. I think most experts actually tell you like, don't do a rebound. Like <laughs> terrible advice. Terrible <laughs> advice. But I don't know. We'll see if it works for me. I don't know that I've ever necessarily done a rebound before because again, I'm not someone who's technically ever been looking. Well, I won't want to say ever because I, I have had a couple of serious you know, relationships in my life. But for the most part, you know, I am someone who doesn't case in point this time around end up with someone very long. So I don't feel like there's ever a need for me to rebound. And in the past, I haven't usually been someone who needs a rebound. Like I've just been able to like, okay, I'm happy to be alone. I'm happy to be whatever. But in this case, I'm like, I was feeling a little bit spiteful. Yeah. The comment that he had made, like, way in the past I think like the first time we like quote unquote broke up you know and I don't know like I think also too because throughout the relationship with me and JR I never really felt physically good about myself in that relationship you know and so and again because we weren't very sexually active you know, I think that now I just need someone to remind me yeah, that I'm a I sexual totally person and yeah. remind me that like I'm a beast and remind me that like your girl still got it. She still you know? got like, it. Still, yeah. Your girl still got it because I was so in my head with JR. Like I can be the first to admit that I don't think I was the best in bed with him because I didn't ever feel really good about myself with him. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. During times of intimacy, I was very concerned with like, am I bendy enough? Am I, are my roles showing? Is this, you know, like, you know, like all of these things, because I, again, didn't feel like I was his typical type. Boys, this is why you do have to reassure your girl how attracted you are to her. Like that's, especially in moments of, of intimacy. And everyone, you know, men know that, but the the end result is like constantly questioning yourself and it does have a ripple effect into your sex life into you know all kinds of areas of your relationship yeah so now I just want to like 
you do just need to go have some good sex. And I think like I felt similarly after my relationship ended, because as I've talked a little bit on the podcast before, we had not had sex for a couple months before we broke up. And I, and I was just like, I just hadn't had sex in what felt like forever. Like I'm a healthy 29 year old woman, you know? And I was just like, I, I want to like, I, you know, I, I want that with someone. And because I wasn't in a relationship, it naturally meant like a rebound someone. Now, you that was like after a certain period of time with someone that I had been talking to, you know, it wasn't just like a one night stand, but I think that there, there it's like totally valid to just be like craving. To just want that physicality. Yeah, yeah you know? totally. Like, and, and some, I think do it because they want to forget about the person in the moment, right? Like it's a good way to get someone off the brain. Yeah. I don't think that that works. Cause yeah. I think the moment you're done, which if we're being honest and, in most guys' cases, is probably what max fifteen minutes. You know? yeah, yeah, max. So a max 15. of fifteen minutes. You have somebody off of the brain, and as soon as it's done, then you're back to thinking about that person. You know, and maybe don't do it if you don't think that you guys are like completely done. Like I know me and Jr are done. Like, yeah. There's no me going back. There are no second chances. There is never. I don't. Oh, you said not to say never earlier. And I will say that I am not going to say that I will never have an interaction with JR again, because we do kind of have mutual friends or mutual acquaintances. Um, and I told you that in that case, if, if we had, if we saw each other and he came to me and apologized and, and said that he had grown and, and he learned something from that and he, he couldn't believe that he, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Like if I, if there was like some real growth, then maybe I would be his friend, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't ever want to take anything off of the table in the future, but I will say that until that happens, I will never reach out to him. I will never contact him. He is out of my life completely in all capacities. He's not anywhere in my phone. All pictures of him are gone. All traces him from my, my house are gone. Like he's just doesn't exist in my world. Well, anymore. yeah, I said that before too. Like I do think no contact is the best contact yeah. after a breakup. Yeah. Like there's no such thing as staying friends with someone that you've been intimate with in that way and that you have hard feelings over that ending a certain way yeah maybe one day but certainly not and like look I just said that and like we talked about earlier I said that based off of my own experiences because recently I've been thinking you know maybe there's room for you know room for that person in some tiny corner of my life not in my heart not in my you know day-to-day not in my you know focus but just Maybe don't think that they are world's worst ex-boyfriend. Never have no, to speak no, to no, them no, again. No. Which I'm just saying for me, like I know that's not yeah, what you were saying, yeah. but that's why I'm coming from a place of like never say never because five years will pass and you'll just remember some of the sweeter stuff. And it might be nice to yeah. say like that was I, I good. do that think that Jr. is a shit person. I mean, I agree, but yeah. I think he's a shit person because he's dealing with his own things. Hurt people, hurt people, right? As cliche people, as that is, exactly. like he's the epitome of that. Exactly. So I'm saying he's a shit person because I think he's a shit person. Now, I've never once said that he hasn't done some some nice things. Like I said in the past, like even in this in this podcast, I think I said he wasn't all bad. Like there were there were good things that he did, you know. Um, yeah. But for the most person, 
for the most part, he's a shit person. Like, yeah, he, he really made you feel like shit. He, he really didn't value your time. He did not care consider. that he made me feel like shit. And if he did care that he made me feel like he shit, he certainly didn't show he it. He didn't show it. He didn't yeah. express it at all. So I think he's a shit person and I don't want him in my life at all. Um, right now, probably never again, unless he can like apologize and approve and prove to me that like there's been some sort of growth. And so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm considering a rebound or, you know, that's why that popped in, but do not go for a rebound. If you are not 100% sure that you want this to be over with, because I think I would have a hard time taking someone back who like went and, and did like this whole rebound thing well yeah i mean i think that a rebound in i know i might sound a little bit pretentious whenever i say this but a rebound in general is like a little bit of like a a sign of immaturity you know i think like if if someone's just rebounding to like get revenge you don't want to be with that person anyway and if you're that person, you're not ready to like be in a serious relationship. Now, like you said, once it's really over, you're a single adult. If you want to go ha- be with someone else, go for it. And there's no one here to judge you for that. Are we just trying to justify my rebound? <laughs> hey, girl, you know, I'm I'm an advocate for getting I mean, I'm an advocate for doing it in the right way. Yeah. But and I mean, I think yeah, that we'll I'm, justify it all I day think, long. I think I you think deserve that it. We can agree that I'm doing it in the right way. Like, sure. Yeah. A little bit of it is. Because in my brain, I'm thinking of what he said. But most of it is, too, very based upon that I just need to feel fucking fiery again. Yeah, you, know you know do. I mean? Yeah, like you got to get your mojo back. Like, the mojo has is literally gone because our relationship had no mojo. Yeah. Like, yeah. On, the, on, the, on the occasion that we had sex. And, and mind you, I was with this person for four and a half months, right? Um, four to four and a half months, whatever. If you want to get technical with it. And I can count on my two hands, probably the amount of times we had sex. Oh, that makes me so I that first of all, it pisses me right off. Like we did a dirty talk ever. Yeah. You know, like there was there was. Yeah, we just even even during sex, it was like I wasn't allowed to like dirty talk. And and you know what I mean? It was just like not something I was into. So I just need to get my mojo back because I am a sexual person. Mm -hmm. Like it's just who I am. Doesn't again think whatever you want about that but like i am a sexual person well, when what, i what is anyone somebody, gonna think of that like you're a sexual person and so are probably all the person. people listening to this podcast my name is nick and i'm a <laughs> sexual person <laughs> my name is alan i'm a sexual person <laughs> <laughs> but when i'm with somebody i want to like be on it be with them oh, yeah well, like, i had that problem in my last it, relationship like, too almost Almost all the time. Yeah, all the time. Oh, me too. And that was so fucking hard with this guy that I, which we're going to wrap it up soon because we have been on for one fifty an hour 15. But um, I want to say this too, before we get off that I 100% relate to you. Like I was extremely physically attracted to my ex. Like, I mean, I, I just thought he was the fucking most adorable slash sexiest human being on the planet. But for his own issues, which again, like I know how I know how I'm dangling the carrot by saying that all the time and never really saying what that was. But again, like respecting him, I'm not going to go into that. But because of his own issues, it's kind of the same. I mean, we were together for a year, so there are more than, you know, probably 10 times. But it it ultimately in those last couple of months was like he was sleeping on the floor. 
next to my bed. And I'm just over here like I'm wasting my precious youth, like trying to like mine these like more not not a moral code because it wasn't really about a moral thing as much, you know, but um, I felt I felt like, what are we doing? Like, this is when we are supposed to be sexual with each other. Yeah. Like we're two adults. We were in a committed relationship. We had at that time expressed an interest in spending the rest of our lives together or at least a long part of the rest of our lives together. And yeah, I felt like, um, it was extremely frustrating. Yeah. 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 Like there was no honeymoon period with me and JR. Like we yeah. never had a honeymoon period. It was rough from the very start. And yeah, we just didn't have a lot of sex and I want, I wanted to, but I knew that it it just wasn't something that he was, I don't want to say interested in because like, he just isn't the type of person I want to have sex all the time, you know? And I don't understand that. I think that when you're physically, I don't attracted, understand that you're at physically all. attracted to somebody and he tried to tell me that he's been that way his entire life. Like the, the first time he ever had an orgasm was like this mind blowing thing. And so he's just kind of been chasing it again, like that feeling again and has never gotten it. And so now it's just like, he's like, I was just never like, I've never been a super sexual person. And I'm like, whatever you basically, you one time told me that you fucked a girl on a balcony and like, well, people could like see y'all. So don't tell me yeah. that you're not fucking. <laughs> Anyways, I just need to. You want me to say it again? Yeah. Get fucked. There you go. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Sorry, like, guys, for whoever's listening, but I mean, yeah, sorry, mom. This, sorry, this nieces. mama needs to get her mojo back. She just needs to. Yeah, I you need, need to, to be get reminded. Her mojo back. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't need someone to remind me that I'm sexy, but if I have great sex, I feel sexy. Of course, of and it's course, not like you telling me I'm sexy. Yeah. It's just it's like the same. You feel sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I want. Oh, my God, you guys, we're going to I'm going to I'm just going to leave on this note. Okay. I texted a guy that I had this this Australian guy that I had this week long fling with back in 2017. And we had seen each other since then um, while traveling once, but have kind of kept in contact. Anyway, I texted him last night or yesterday afternoon while I was in a meeting because I was just kind of bored because he. Okay. <laughs> This is this is something that I am going to regret saying because my family listens to this or some of them. But he had said a couple messages ago and he said my name, my real name. So I'm not going to say that. I'll say L. But he said, I want to fuck you again, L. And first of all, like whenever he sent that, I just sent him a heart back. I was like trying to, you know, play cool. But yesterday while I was in this meeting at work, I was just super bored and I was like, oh, I know what's going to like pet me right back back up. up. So I looked at that message and I shit you not. Well, I I messaged him and I told him, you know, I just opened that back up again to entertain myself a little bit at work. And now we have not stopped messaging since then. And by messaging, I mean, sexting and by sexting, I mean, like I want to hop on a plane and go maybe get fucked myself. Okay. Anyway, y'all, thanks for listening thanks to for another episode. We're gonna go get fucked. <laughs> All right, y'all. Talk to you next week for our very last episode before 2020. I know. Which is kind of sad, but maybe we'll do a better job of planning our content and actually come at you with a topic this time. Anyway, you know us and you love us and you keep coming back if you're still listening. So don't thank remember. you so much. I mean, don't remember. Don't, oh, oh yeah, my don't God. remember. <laughs> don't forget to rate, review, and 
like no subscribe uh, subscribe (laughs) or like and like yeah we definitely want you to rate review like double tap heart um scroll scroll back up instagram is do don't podcast and email is do don't podcast at gmail.com thank you Bye. bye